Welcome to the Huntley Baptist Church podcast. We hope that this message can be an encouragement to you today. Please feel free to contact us at huntleybaptist@extra.co.nz or visit us at huntleybaptist.com. So I like what Aaron did last week and he went straight into his message, so I'm going to do the same. And um, my message is on why is it so important to read the Bible? Um, I thought about this a lot as a new Christian. And um, the main point that I'm going to start off is when we read the Word, our faith is awakened. Faith comes alive when we spend time in the Word of God. So we're going to start looking at uh, Romans 10:17. It says, Faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the Word of Christ. Again, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the message through Christ. So faith comes alive when we spend time in the Word of God. Um, When I was 21, I gave my life back to God, and the next day, I picked up a Bible, and I prayed, God, help me read this book, because I want to get to know you more. So before this point, I have dyslexia, and I've always had trouble reading. It's felt like every sentence, there's been a word that I couldn't read, and I grew to hate um, reading. I, um, yeah, that's, I hated school, and that's what happened. And then it got to this point where I wanted to read the Bible, so I prayed. And then I turned to John, and I started to read, and I could read every line, every chapter, And um, it was a Saturday, and I sat there for 10 hours reading the Bible. I read through, uh, yeah, John, um, Acts, Romans, and this is crazy for me to be doing this. And then a couple days later, I went to work, and I would go to the toilet when I didn't even need to, just so I could read the Bible. (laughs) Faith was coming alive, and faith was awakened through his word. There's endless stories of people reading the Bible and then coming to faith. Um, Our principal at my missionary training college, he um, was an atheist, and um, he wanted to disprove the Bible. But in doing so, he became a Christian and ended up giving his life to God. And you find endless stories of these online. There's a great story in Acts 14, 6 to 10, what we'll look at. And so before this point, um, Paul and Barnabas, they were fleeing to the cities of Laconia. And in verse 7, it says where they continued to preach the gospel. Our story really starts in verse 8. In Lystra, there sat a man who was crippled in his feet, who was lame from birth and had never walked. He listened to Paul as he was speaking. Paul looked directly at him saw that he had faith to be healed, called out, stand up on your feet. At that, the man jumped up and began to walk. How did this man have faith? How did this man have faith to be healed? What is faith? I believe faith isn't something that we just conjure up with our own will. I have faith. I think the Bible is super clear what it is. We just read in Romans 10, 17. Faith comes from hearing, reading, studying the Word of God. So how did this man have faith? He heard Paul preaching the gospel. 
He heard Paul preaching. Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes in the Holy Spirit, and Jesus is coming again. When the man heard this, faith arose in his heart, and he was healed. When we spend time in the Word of God, faith comes. As Faith can come as unconsciously as breathing. I believe that. If we are spending time in the Word of God, faith will come. Just like in Romans, and just like in the story of Acts, when we spend time, the Holy Spirit touches our hearts and faith arises. You know, today in 2020, I have been pretty shocked and um, amazed at how um, worried and fearful people have been. And if you're worried and fearful, that's totally normal. I am at times as well. Um, That's just being human. But something that I've learned this year in my time in the Bible is the opposite of fear and worry is faith. Faith in who God is. When we read the word, the Holy Spirit replaces our fear and worry with faith, that faith, faith that God is in control of our situation, that um, God loves us and he's holding us. When I was young, there was a song that my mum used to sing, and um, we sang it kind of like last week actually here. And it's Jesus loves me so um, because the Bible tells me so. And there's so much truth in that. When we read the Bible, we find out how much God loves us, how much God holds us. And um, even today in the morning, in Joshua 1.9, I was reading, if I can find it. Um, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed. The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. When we read the Bible, these verses come out to us and our fear and worry is changed with faith, faith in God. Um, I guess the ultimate thing um, through this whole situation, what we listen to the media all the time, I guess we could lose our jobs, but also we could die. But if I was to die today, so what? I'm going to heaven because I have faith in that because I read the word. John 3.16, whoever believes in Jesus should not perish but have eternal life. And these are things that takes away our fear and replaces it with faith. Um, Izzy and me, when we got married, we got given the verse Proverbs 3, um, 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understandings, but in all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Verses like this, we, um, God will talk to us. Just like Jeremy was saying before, it is important to pray, definitely. Someone once told me that the main way we talk to God is through prayer, but the main way he talks to us is through the Bible. Yes, he talks in dreams and visions, but the main way is through the Bible, and that's when faith comes in our hearts. Izzy was telling me the other day her best friend um, back in Germany, her mum had breast cancer, and it wasn't looking um, good at all. But they read in the Bible a scripture, and God spoke to them through that, that your um, mum is not going to die. And um, they held to that, and their faith um, arose in their hearts, their fear and worry went, and she made a full recovery. Now, I have, another, I have a best friend, his mum died from cancer. But even though it's sad, that they have faith in where she was going through the word because she was a believer in Jesus and I also have another good friend who died last year but we have faith where he is going as well because he believed in Jesus 
Faith comes alive when we spend time in his word and also our fear and worried is changed into faith. I have another point why the Bible is so important and it's because it's our only offensive weapon against the enemy. So in Ephesians 6, it talks about the armor of God, you know, the um, belt of truth buckled around your waist, the breastplate of righteousness in place, and all these things. But in Ephesians 6, 17, it says, take, or put on the helmet of salvation, but take up the sword of the Spirit, which is God's word. When we put God's word in our mouth, it becomes like a sword that drives off the enemy. If we look at Revelations chapter 1, um, 16, verse 16. Now, Revelations chapter 1 is probably my favorite chapter in the Bible. What's kind of strange, but it's John who sees Jesus and all his brilliance, and he describes him, and it's amazing. But chapter 1, verse 16, it says, In his hand he held seven stars, out of his mouth came a sharp, double-edged sword. His face shone like the sun in all its brilliance. Out of his mouth came a sharp, double-edged sword, the word of God. If we think back to Jesus' time on earth, when he was in the wilderness being tempted by the devil, when he was being tempted by the devil, what did he do? Did he try and ignore it, try and block it out? No, he said, it is written. He quoted the word of God. And we need to do the same thing. Jesus used the word of God, the sword of the spirit, in his hour of temptation. When we're being tempted or we have moments of weakness, we need to use the same thing. Because of my dyslexia, most of my life I've had feelings like I'm stupid and I'm dumb, especially through school. And even in the last three years at Bible college, I've had Voices thinking, Nathan, you're so stupid, you can't do this kind of thing. And um, some of you would know Heiwa. Um, she was in my class. She was a brilliant person. She was a professor in Korea, went to Germany, learnt German, high enough level to teach in the universities as a professor, then came to New Zealand, was in my class learning, and now she's in Senegal learning French for two years to be a missionary. And there was people like that, and I was like, who am I? Like, I'm useless. And you, some of you would also know Tim, Tim, the French guy, the doctor. He um, was my prayer partner. And once a week we would meet and we would just um, share what we're going through and pray for each other. And I shared with him, man, in class, um, I just feel so dumb. I think I'm so stupid I shouldn't be here. And he turned to me and said, Nathan, when you have these thoughts, Say to them, no, I'm a child of God. And um, John 1.22, it says, whoever believes in his name is a child of God. And I started speaking that out to those voices. And soon those voices went really small, and that voice is so much bigger. And that's just an example of what we can do. We, when we put the word of God in our mouth, it becomes like a sword against the enemy. So in the secular world, we have these things called truth coaches or words of truth. But what we can use as Christians is the scriptures, the word of God, what's the ultimate truth. 
So when we're having moments of temptation or weakness, just like what I did, we can find and memorize scripture and use it against it, use it against the lies and deceit of the enemy or even things that people have spoken over us and it's constantly in our mind. We learn the scripture and we just speak it out to it and it goes away eventually. And if you're having trouble finding these verses... Um, or want to find verses, go to one of the leadership here. They would be more than willing to help you through that, to find verses and even pray for you. Um, yes, um, the, sword is, the word is like a sword. But that gets to my next point, is that we can't just be merely readers of the word, reading it every day, but we must meditate on the word. What Psalms 1 um, chapter 1 talks about is meditating on the word, and so does James. A lot of you would know that story in James where there's a man and he looks into the mirror and then walks away and immediately forgets what he looks like. We can't be like that with the word. We must meditate on it. We must read it over and over again. If you haven't ever read the New Testament or the Old Testament, read it. Or um, this week, choose a chapter like um, Romans 8 or um, John 14. Read it. I challenge you that you could read it maybe two or three times a day and um, think about it. Walk around a little. Um, sit under it. What means like maybe hear it get preached eventually. And then God will speak to you through that. But we can't just take what God um, speaks to us and say, oh, that's cool. What we need to be is doers of the word as well. So when God speaks to you through the word, we need to take that and do it. So it could be something like submitting under government authority, something in your marriage, um, dealing with difficult people. But God will speak to us through the scripture, and then we can use that in our own lives. When we meditate on the word, that's what drops the word from our heads to our hearts. Um, we can't just read it, well, we can, and God will speak through that, but we can meditate it on, on as well. And the Greek, when it says uh, meditate, we've translated it to meditate, but what it really kind of means is um, re like reading over and over or almost muttering to yourself. So um, that's what I believe it means. Just read it, read it, read it every day. Um, so my main points... That went a lot faster than I thought. Um, <laughs> my main points was um, read it. When you read the word, faith comes alive. And that's true in my own life, and I'm sure most of you can testify to that. My other point is that something. Um, oh, yeah, when you, when you read it, the Holy Spirit replaces your fear and worry with faith. And my other, other point is that it's our only offensive weapon against the enemy. So let me pray. Yeah, Lord, thank you so much um, for your word that you gave it to us. Thank you that um, we, have, we live in a country like New Zealand. Like we were hearing from Jeremy, there's so many Christians out there today that aren't able to get to the word, aren't able to read it every day like we are. We thank you for that gift, Lord. Help us to acknowledge that. Help the Bible not to just sit on our table and we walk by it, but help us to pick it up 
and learn more about you. I pray that as we read the word, that um, you will speak to us through it with your Holy Spirit. And as we seek, we will find in your name, in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Huntley Baptist Church podcast. We hope that it has been an encouragement to you. Please feel free to contact us at huntleybaptist at extra.co.nz or visit us at huntleybaptist.com.